yet. Yeah. Now we're back. Okay, we're back for episode 80. Uh, It's been a minute since we actually came on this podcast. We apologize, guys. We had kind of a crazy schedule. I was traveling, and we'll talk a little bit about that. But, uh, you know, we've been getting a tremendous feedback. It seems like everywhere we go, this this, uh, podcast has kind of caught some traction, which we never expected. Where were we when we, we were getting on the plane to Tampa and someone... Yeah, some kid came some up. Some kid and, brought it Yeah, up. he's like, oh, I watched the podcast. So he didn't bother you. It's like they come up to me, but they don't want to... I think because you have the headset, usually wearing a headset, like, to get on the plane or whatever. It's because you're important and I'm not. No, I mean, he was cool. He's just like, you know, I listen to... Pod- I get it more because obviously I do a ton of content, especially yeah. now as we're doing this Fit for, fit for 50 thing. How's the Fit for 50 going? You know, it's, it, it's going well. I had a rough week. Uh, to be honest, I had um, some business I had to handle. I was out in California, and then, you know, we kind of, as you know, it kind of got sidelined a little bit. My business carried over, and it, I almost, like, was on a strict turnaround to go to Tampa. That, yeah, that was. <laughs> so, you know, what, what I want to talk a little bit about, and, you know, when this whole this whole thing, when I committed to doing this, you know, this my biggest concern is, you know, bodybuilding has obviously taken – you know, it's still a major priority in my life, but to do it at the level, at expect, expected level of Olympia, you know, and, and the problem is, is when I announced, hey, I'm going to do this whole body transformation, I think people's perception is a little different depending on who the people are. Some people realize, hey, he's not going to be back to what he was, but at the same time, I always said, like, I'm going to get in my best shape since it's been 10 years since I retired, 2013, I was 40. I'll be 50 here in August. And, uh, you know, I, I, I was kind of contemplating whether I wanted to be super shredded, smaller. I just wanted to have the best version of me with what's on hand. And like I think a normal version. Yeah. But you know what? It's kind of changed, to be honest, because I just wanted to be able to say, hey, I can take my shirt off when I get up on a, onto a podium and speak or whatever. And people are like, damn, that's an impressive physique, which is right now. Yeah. I, I, there's no question. But... I still wanted to have a point where it's like, okay, he, my condition is great and the water retention's not super and the body fat's lower, right? So the, the whole position is going to be to be as big as lean as possible, but not to have, not to say that I won't, but stri- I'm probably, I mean, even now I have some striations, but not like toned yeah. down, like ripped for You're a contest. You're not competing. Yes. Yeah, so, you know, as you know, I, I mean, someone like me, and you've been there when I trained for these contests, Dude, the last week I lose 15 pounds of water, you know, yeah. I mean, I drink a lot. So ideally I'm not going to be holding as much fluid, but at the end I want to be able to take pictures and say, wow, okay. And whether I do a water depletion to take the pictures, but not walking around. Right. Are you, are you um, like tracking, like how much is your I weight? Am, Where's your weight at? Yeah. My weight is about two, is about two, like just under 250 now. So like 247 somewhere, so which I put on. on, I put on 15 pounds. Wow. Almost fifteen pounds. You're of definitely weight. like just looking at you. Your shoulders are rounder. Yeah, I mean, you're I'm, rounder everywhere. I'm I'm getting rounder, but you know, remember, I'm still seven and a half weeks. So this is really when the body, you know, I want to start bringing in the shoulders and. But the training's been super consistent. And the food, yeah. like I eat six meals a day, but I'm honestly I missed when we were traveling. Some yeah. it was very difficult. And as you know, I didn't train for like four days in a row. I did cardio two of the four days. But I realize now how important it is for every day, especially when you eat six meals, you can't take four days off in a row. No. Or you can't eat the sick, sick, my metabolism just doesn't keep up. So um, being in different time zones, um, 
but when I came back from Tampa, which we'll talk about the Tampa event, uh, I was like so gung ho. You know, it's kind of it's kind of cool to be back into that rhythm and feel that. But the biggest obstacle is still the food. Mm-hmm. The food is still like, oh shoot, I need to prepare that. Oh, if I go to the office, I need to take one or two meals, and I need to time out because. There's not a lot of places I can stop and eat and get plain everything. Yeah. Because right now I'm eating plain. I don't cheat. I don't have any cheat meals. So, like, if you say, well, what are you eating? Like, you know, I mean, Angie said to me the other day, she's like, can you stop it in an out burger and get a bird? And then I'm thinking, man, I don't even want to stop there. Like, yeah. I'm to the point now where it's like I'm on that routine and I don't even want to be around that food because I don't want the temptation, right? So, here's a question because you haven't been out of shape at all. Yeah, but I'm st- I Ever. I'm still in training camp since I quit, right? Yeah. Pretty much. Do you feel like health-wise different right now than let's say when you started? Like, you know how, like if I lose some weight, I feel better. Do you I, feel I, different? I feel my skin sits different. I feel like, uh, you know, I'm doing cardio twice a day now. Like I, the last two days I've done doubles. This started actually at, at the eight week point. Um, I started twice a day. So I do at least 20 minutes twice a day, or I'm trying for like 30 minutes, two sessions, um, plus a training weight session. So these are separate. Um, but yes, I feel, I feel more healthy, um, because I'm more on track, if that makes sense. Like I'm not eating Chipotle or I'm not eating off really diet. Right. Do you think this, what you're going through now when you're done, is this something you want to sustain? I'm going to keep doing it. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to stop it just because of my birthday. Mm-hmm. I'm going to maintain because, you know, we do go overseas. You know, yeah. you and I will be going over to the Masters in Romania. Yeah. And I really, like, I know we talked, like, people have taken this podcast and they're like, oh, Jay's going to guest pose. I, I would like my shirt to come off, whether I'm That's in a fair. suit or not. Yeah. I want to be able to get up there because, listen, I'm going halfway across the planet. I know... I'm going there as a person of interest for a lot of people. Like they brought me into the kind of the face, right? Yes. So I'm other than me getting up there and hey guys, I mean, I've been online doing this whole crazy transformation, talking about it. I'm going to showcase tonight. I actually shoot a YouTube and I'm going to showcase my physique again, which I haven't in a minute. So why not show it? The people come there. It's Masters Olympia. People have been following it. They thought I was going to compete. They thought I was going to guess pose. Why not take the shirt off? That's the goal. Yeah. So I want to be comfortable enough, which I would today, by the way. Uh, but I want to be able to people to be like, wow, okay, yeah, it's, it's pretty so cool. Do you, what, do you think that even when this is over, like the next couple of years, is this something you want to maintain? Like, or, or are you going to back I, I, down? I would like to. I just don't think, um, I don't think I'll be able to be that committed to the be food. truthful. The yeah, food. the food. Do, do six meals a day at 50. I mean, just... Is it healthy long-term eating that much? I mean, I'm eating eight ounces of protein and at least 50 grams of carbs per meal. And a lot of meals, like certain days, I cut do cut down the food. But I still have carbs pretty much all except maybe the last meal. I add some avocado to my egg whites. Uh, but I have a strict meal schedule that I follow. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I'm... For it, like I said, I mean, I was always cooking the trifecta. I, I get everything. Even all when we the flew car. to Florida, you had you had. Yeah, I had a meal packed with me. Yeah, so flight. so um, and you know, I ate. I don't. Did I eat in the uh, in the lounge? Did I get anything? No. I don't think I did anything heavy. No, right? you had a you had a meal. With. I had a meal with. Had a yeah, meal with so. So I, I'm very particular. I'm, I'm careful, had, and I didn't eat on the plane. Remember, they offered me a meal. I no, said no. Yeah. yeah, I've no. I've noticed. 
obviously I'm not trained for anything, but it's really hard for me to eat. And people would look at me and go, oh, you must eat a ton. Like, I can sit down one sitting and eat a lot, eat but a lot, yeah. I dread eating. But like, when we, I wake, I hate eating now, and you, I don't know, you know why. What, you know what I'm starting to realize, though, is, is uh, you know, all along we've preached this, you have to eat every two and a half, three hours, right? But I'm seeing people eat. They're fasting now, and they're eating once or twice a day and having a great body. Yeah. They know what needs once a day. Yeah, so... You know, if you ask me today, and listen, I mean, people are going to sit there and say, well, they're taking steroids or this and no, it's not even about that. It's about certain genetics. I think because my body was so adaptive all those years of training, and yes, I used like compounds and whatever, but I think your body gets accustomed that, like you said, I never get out of shape, but you go out to eat with me. You see how I'm still particular. I'm never a guy to order like a chicken palm or heavy pastas with sauce. You know, I've never done that, right? Yeah. I'll have sushi with right. Like, I don't eat anything necessarily bad. Yeah. I'll eat in an out burger or like once every couple of weeks or whatever. But I've been very good about, you've probably never seen me really bad and been like, oh my gosh, Jay, you're eating so bad. I can't believe it. No, no never. I don't think you've ever said to me, dude, what are you, what are you, what are you eating right now? The, the worst, the worst that I've noticed you eat is a lot of times when we go out, you'll get like a side of French fries. Yeah. And but is that like, is that really that bad? It's it, no. I mean, but but you'll eat that, but you'll have two chicken breasts yeah, with it yeah, and a salad. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. And you'll just say, "Hey, I want it. no That's salt." That's how I usually if I yeah. if I I'm going to cheat. What I try to do is have a good meal, and then have something bad. Like if yeah. you have a piece of cake or whatever, right? And I mean, I'm not a I'm like you. I'm not super huge on the sugars, but so to go back, I had a mindset of like oh, I'm going to get super shredded, like contest shape, and then that kind of changed because I'm not as strict as I thought I would be. Meaning, because it's hard for you to. Yes, meaning I'm I'm not weighing every meal portion, but I know kind of what it is. Like I measure the rice and I know what eight ounces kind of looks you can like. It. So it's a little more or less. And I'm not eating fish. I only yeah. eat steak and chicken and egg whites. And, and you know, like I said, shout out to Trifecta because it's just great to be able to have the yeah. chicken and the steak and the bison. And I've and noticed even, even yeah. now, like I had two chicken breasts today. The chicken breasts are weighed out perfect portion, so they come in that plastic. Yeah, you pan, just yeah. cut it, and it's yeah. exactly eight ounces. Yeah, so you don't even have to worry about it. Yeah, you it's just, great. Yep. Yeah, I don't. You know, when I was young, I could I could eat as much as you and Brian did. I, I remember I used to go to bed and I'd eat three footlongs from Subway before I went to bed in my early twenties because it was ten bucks for three. They subs. say they say the they say the bread is um, it has styrofoam in it. Don't say that now. Is that why I have a gut? Was I eating styrofoam? <laughs> isn't it? Isn't that what they say? This something know. about it. I don't know. But no, it's just like I used to eat so much, and now when I look at food, sometimes you're like when you're really hungry. But then I'll be like, so so I went up to Utah yesterday yeah. for the day for the, an event. I see your phone. I think and yeah, I went up to Utah and I only ate twice, and when I came back. I had a, a normal breakfast, I had a normal lunch, and I had, I like going to Roberto's. I get the carne asada. Never ate there. You haven't? It's no. just it's just steak, avocado, or guacamole. There's one right here. Is, Is there? Roberto's, yeah. Oh, it's just steak, guacamole. Right over the bridge. Right bridge well, go good. Now I know. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Perfect. Yeah. Now I know it's close. Yeah. But my stomach just, after I ate that, I just, I ate three meals. I didn't do cardio. 
that morning or the morning before, two mornings in a row, I didn't do cardio. And not doing cardio two mornings in a row affected. Like yes, it affected me. So when I woke up this morning, I went and did an hour. And then I came back and I didn't eat for like three hours. Do you hours. take probiotics or digestive not, enzymes? Have you ever done that? You know, it's kind of not funny. Consistently. You know, I was watching all these, I, you know, social media is a crazy thing. You notice everyone's doing these cold plunges now and saunas and... It, it, people just, there's a lot of followers out there. I know, but like it's the new thing now with the with the cold Every, plunge. Like, I had people I watched, ask me I watched Instagram now and it's like everyone's getting a cold plunge delivered. And, and you know, it's kind of funny because people ask me, I remember when Cryo was opening and everyone was open at Cryo locally and they're like, hey, we want you to come by because they wanted the publicity of the the spot and i remember going in one time and i said i'll never do this again because it was just too cold but this cold plunge <laughs> thing yeah this cold plunge thing is i, I mean everyone talks about it's Regan so great for mental yeah state too but i saw someone today goes in their shower every day and does a 30 yes, second cold shower yes. i said why you do that and they said because i want to i want to torture myself to build well, no it says it it says it helps with your mental state and but I see now this cold plunge thing. Or does and, that mean you need a cold plunge? No, nah, I'm not. I, you know, I'm. I'm. I said I wouldn't do it. You're I feel. Listen, I feel like a million dollars. Like I literally go. I, I'm going to reach out to Nettie. Night. Nettie works over over there. We're going to get you a cold plunge. Shout Where out am to I going to put it? You you have a so your house does, is big enough. So what happens? You put ice in it or no? It's got a machine in it. Okay, it, okay. It cools the water down okay. so it's just as cold, so you don't need ice. I'm going to reach out to Nettie. Shout out to Nettie over at uh, Cold Plunge. We're okay. going to have him uh, send you one. I, I mean, everyone's doing it now. But so anyway. Every, uh, everyone, everyone's everyone got a cold plunge, and everyone's a, a, a coach uh, now, and everyone's a motivational speaker. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, I, I feel good. Fit for 50 is on track. I'm about, I'm about halfway. I think halfway will be about seven weeks. I, mean, I think I started around 12, 13 weeks. Uh, so... Am I where I wanted to be? Probably not. Probably expected a little more at this point. I mean, last week was disappointing. It was a little setback for me. But we ended up in Tampa. I was just going to say, speaking of motivational speakers, that's your new thing. I don't know if I kind of told more of my story, didn't I? No, I just thought I had some great that. questions, though, there. and uh, So we went out to Tampa for RiseCon, yeah. which was an anticipated event for a long time. We... Uh, I mean, it's been almost, it was almost a year. We close, to a, at, right? close to a year that they reached out. Close to, I want to say last July. So it was the first year they had this conference and. It was a, it was as heavyweight as it could get. It wasn't like the little local thing Who you see. Who was in. the best speaker there that you saw? I didn't see everybody, but to me, the, the, the most motivation was I got was Magic Johnson. Okay. Yes, because I didn't realize. Tell me the, tell me what you, because I know you. You wrote down or you messaged yourself a couple things. You know, he because said. I didn't realize how much Magic Johnson owned. Like, I knew he was successful. You, but follow, you probably don't follow him either. No, right? like, you know, I didn't realize he owned the 10th largest construction company in the world. I didn't know that. I knew he owned the Dodgers. I knew he was invested in one of the soccer teams. I didn't know he owned the company that feeds all of Disney. He owns the food company. He's. I didn't know he was the only, the first and only person ever to partner with Starbucks. He owns independent Starbucks. He's the only one. No one else in the world is allowed. Well, I think Shaq's invested in stock or something. He's invested in the company, but Magic yeah. personally owns a certain amount. And they and he said in this, nobody's ever done 
another deal like this since him. You know, Magic went broke. You know that, right? No, I didn't. Yeah, he went broke. He had, an, uh, he had a manager or someone that stole most of his money, and it yeah. was late in his career. Okay. And he revitalized himself now and he was super You know what it was? It was just a lot of the stuff he was saying is stuff that I've always told people. And the one thing that really triggered me was you always want to overproduce. You want to do more than is expected. If you want to get real retention, you have to overproduce. And too many people now, they want the big check, but they don't want to put the work to get it. They expect it. They're entitled to it. I won this show. I deserve this. I won this. I deserve this. Instead of going, yo, why don't you, if you deserve this, go make a company feel, holy man, not only does he deserve this, he deserves more. And Magic said that, overproduce. And if you overproduce, you're going to get the retention you want and you can get the deal you want. And also, just because a deal comes to you today doesn't mean it's the right time for it. Because if you accept a deal and you're not ready for it, you could burn that bridge. Mm -hmm. But if you say to them, hey, I'm not ready for this, and two or three years down the road when you are, then you can actually give them the results they want. But he was very, uh, he was talking, the way he was speaking, the average Joe could understand where he was coming from and how he got to where he's at. And he all, one of the other things that he, that he preached on was do not hire your relatives. Don't put people in positions just because they think they deserve to be in that position. Put people there that are good at what they do and are experts at what they do. Otherwise, you're going to lose more in the long run. And we all see this where people hire their spouse or they hire their brother or their cousin or their sister or their neighbor or whatever. And he's like, he said, I pay him to stay home because I need people in these positions. But not everybody's trying to build this massive entity entity yeah. like he has. His is on a totally different level. We're talking hundreds of billions. And like I didn't know like if anyone's flown in and out of LaGuardia, all the construction there, his construction company, that's his construction company that's doing that. And now they just got the contract for JFK because of what's happening there. So he was good. Goggins was funny. Goggins had a lot of real, he had a lot of real funny uh, responses. And just the way he delivers stuff is normally how I do, like no filter. So but, so did people ask Magic any questions yeah, that were no, in no, the yeah, people, people did. It, no questions came up that... Um, that blew, that, that were blew, blown away. No, not... Because I, when I was speaking, not to cut you off, I felt like I had some really good questions. Like I had one woman that stood up and she said, you know, I compete. I'm nervous. How do I overcome this? You know, and I told her practice makes perfect, right? And build the confidence. And I, I said, this isn't easy for me to stand up here in the beginning. And now it's, of course, it's simple. But yeah, I was nervous, you know, even when I was turning pro and guest posing and paid. Yeah. I was nervous getting on stage. Like, am I going to be able to remember a routine and not look silly up there? Yeah, but one of the things, too, you got to remember... Not only are you performing, you're pretty much naked. I know. <laughs> That's, and, and I've never, just looking at that, going, there's a difference between standing on a podium and talking and walking across with your ass hanging out I, I in know, a thong. But the thing is, you, you, I think you, because, you know, you've taken your clothes off in the gym and, you know, we're just so, it's so open, you know. I mean, yeah. when you're a young child, right, you walk around your diaper and, yeah. you know, your nieces and nephews, right, you've watched, witnessed all this. Yeah. So you kind of get used to that. And growing up in the country, like we were 
very like we wore no shirt. Yeah, I never wore shirt. No shoes, nothing, right? Run around barefoot. So it's like when you transition and you end up making a living on a stage with basically posing trunks on, it's not much different from when you grew up as a child in the country, it seemed like. So I think, you know, for me, like I adapted to it well and I felt strong enough like I was pretty proud of my physique. Like I told you yeah. today, if I had to take my shirt off, in the middle of this podcast, I wouldn't be embarrassed to do so, right? Yeah. I mean, you witnessed me at bodybuilding shows pull my shirt off, of and course, drop my yeah. pants and whatever. But yes, it does take a lot of courage. And like I told her, all eyes on you, walking in heels, different from myself. But you said Goggins had some really good, <laughs> yeah, he had moments. He, you had, know? he had some fun. He's very direct, yes. and that's what I like. Goggins is great yes. for motivation, right? He he was definitely. Um, I would say he got the biggest ovation yeah, yeah. of anyone. I didn't see everybody. I wasn't there. I didn't see Rick Ross on Sunday. Grant Cardone. I saw. I didn't see Grant. I didn't. I saw uh, Tim Grover. His was his was a little different though because he was some. Everyone's different. Has different styles. Where Magic grabbed the microphone and he went right in the crowd, like he was. He wanted to be amongst the people. He would. Someone ask a question and he would look at him and say, "Come here, I want a hug," and he would talk and he'd say, "If you want a question, come talk to me." And he, you could feel like he, his, his presence was in the area. Like you knew he was there. Goggin sat on stage and just talked with Vic and they just had a, a fireside conversation. At the very end, they opened questions. So he wasn't real, uh, he wasn't real inviting, inviting to the, to the crowd. I stood up when I started getting the questions, I yes. stood up and answered the questions. Yes, you did. And then, uh, Tim Grover was in a suit and he just kind of walked back and forth and just talked. So Everyone has their own style. style yeah. It looked like Grant Cardone got had a lot of energy, and he really went in there. So I think everyone has a different style, and I, I would assume a lot of people that went to that, they got what they were looking for from it. From no matter sold what, out, sold out. No matter what you were looking for, there was someone that weekend that fit what you were looking for. No matter what industry you're in, what, or what did you take away from it? As far as what, like. So if I asked you to do a synopsis on the weekend, like you saw some of some of these, I mean, these are speakers that are booked. I mean, this was an opportunity. It's the first time I spoke with a, a motivational. So when you made that joke in the beginning, like yeah. now you're a motivational speaker, right? Yeah. I don't think we looked at it that way, right? I would say the thing that I across the board could say is consistency is king. Every person up there got where they are because they saw something and they were relentless to get it, no matter what it was. Whether it was Goggins, someone saying, hey, you can't run because of this. Okay, yeah, stick it. I'm going to do it. Whether it was you, you can't beat Ronnie. What do you mean I can't beat him? I will beat him. You beat him. Whether it's Magic Johnson, you're out of the NBA. You'll never be a successful businessman. You'll never do this. Never, never. He talked about that, and now he's a billionaire. But there's a lot of people that spoke that weren't, headliner people necessarily yeah. that had a story because it, it's it's easy for people to point out and say well i had a platform because i was in magazines right yeah but i remember when i was striving to be known and it wasn't about being known it was being being successful com competition wise what was the only way to get there was winning yeah right you had you had to be have a talent where Some type today, of title. today, now, your voice, your opinion sometimes can be 
how you gather people's attention. And there's wildly successful people. I mean, there's people driving by right now yeah. or working in the office next door that have so much knowledge yeah. or success or history and business and whatever else that we'll never hear about. So what separates myself from some of these people that are trying to break through? And I think that's why people attended that, right, is to kind of learn Okay, how do did. I come out of my, sh how do I present this in order to be seen, be heard, make a difference? You know, is it, is it possible for anyone to do that? I think so. Because but if, the other thing too, like if you look at the, the people that were there, who there has real accolades? Magic does. He's an NBA champion. He was the best in the well, world Ga at what well, he did. Goggins was an ultra marathon runner. Goggins you know? was the best in the world at what he did. Mm -hmm. You were the best in the world at what you did. The I other, don't know about Tim Grover or the other or people weren't Grant Cardone. The other or, people didn't have the as far as the accolades. They're obviously a, one of the best in the world at what they do. Grant's a real estate guy. Tim's a, a trainer. Um, what was Rick Tim Walser. or a professional athlete, or he was? I don't. Not. I don't think okay. he was. He he was he was Michael Jordan and Kobe yeah, Bryant, course, and yeah. he was their trainer, but. You guys all, you guys all got your fame from the titles you won. There's other people up there that are wildly popular that didn't have that. So they showed, like I'm going to use Grant Cardone as an example. He became known mostly because of social media, I assume, because he was a real estate guy. I never heard of him until I started seeing his 10x seminars and started seeing his stuff on YouTube and, and put out there. I mean, I could be wrong. He might have been wildly famous before that. I, I didn't. I never heard of him until. I started seeing him talk on YouTube and stuff. So social media kind of made him. Do you think um, Goggins got well known more for the Joe Rogan show? I, I know think, he had a book and that made I him think super he got, popular. I think Joe Rogan, but also. He put him on a, di on his, a different level, right? His reels and his interviews yeah. and stuff because he's he he uses a lot of profanity and a lot of times. Direct and to the point. Right to the point. Yeah. And there's no BS at all. Um I would say, I mean, even like one of the other guys that we met, um, Mike Ryan. Mike Ryan. Yeah, I have, I have to brag about Ryan Mike from uh, Hammy TV, yeah. which is one of the most viral YouTube. He's got some funny stuff. One yeah. of the most viral social media guys in the world. And even after you left, I sat with him for like two, three hours and just talked to him about learning more about social media than I even knew. I, I know enough, but him even showing me how to tell who has real and authentic traffic from like really digging deep into it where he knows some of the things that the average Joe or the average company doesn't know. So for me to be able to soak this information up, I can look at this and go, oh, so-and-so has X amount of followers and X amount of comments and X amount of likes and X amount of this, but it's still not real because there's ways you can drive all that stuff there to fabricate it. And he showed me how to – I'm not going to share it, but he showed me how to detect which is right and which is wrong. I mean – which is real and which is fabricated. But mm -hmm. that's someone who we got to meet there because he just came there to see the conference. Support it, yeah. Yeah, support the conference. So it was, um, I'm really looking forward to it next year. It's in April next year. They, and I don't know if they're going to do one or two a year, but they're doing another one in April. And his team did an amazing job. That was his first class of an event as I've ever seen. It wasn't at like some high school auditorium. It was at the JW in Tampa. And everything was there, and they had cocktail hours set up for the for the sponsors. They had 
private dinner set up. They had certain areas for lunch where different uh, level uh, ticket holders could get certain type of lunch and coffee. And it was, I didn't it was, get any of the food. No, because you're on a diet. <laughs> but it was it was an, an amazing event. So shout out to Vic and his whole staff. And yeah, thanks was, for letting us be a part of it, man. It was yeah. awesome. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I would, I would have no problem going to it just to absorb the information because there's a lot well, the of takeaway was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, like I said, even when we were sitting there, like I wanted to watch Magic more than anyone uh, that was there because obviously I hear I've heard you speak a billion times, but being able to just listen to him say things from a guy who was an athlete that everyone said you can't be successful, but him not to just be in one lane. He is so diversified in stuff that he invests in, but he has the same thought process of everything. Hey, if they expect this, let's deliver this. Let's work harder than everybody. Let's go above and beyond. <clears throat> one of the other things he said, and it's a pet peeve of mine, and it drives me insane, he said, I haven't been late in 47 years and I'll never be late again. Do not disrespect someone else's time. Show up on time if you want someone to take you serious. Now, here's a guy who's one of the most famous people in the world who is as wealthy as it can be, and he's always on time. And you and I, I'm never late. You're never late. You're always on time. But there's a lot of people we know that don't have those accolades that think it's cute to be late. And it's like, it's not funny. It's not cute. You're an asshole if you're disrespecting someone else's time. So he made a point to say that there. I have not been late in 47 years, and I will never be late again. And that's something from someone at that level to, to remind people, just because you're successful, you're famous, doesn't mean your time is more valuable than the next man or next woman that's taking their time to meet with you. So respect their time. And that's... Little things like that resonate with me. Did you miss Tampa when we showed up there no. to bring back some memories? Or No. <laughs> <laughs> I lived in Tampa for 10 years. No, I just, you know, I've, one thing I've noticed is it's grown a lot. Uh, it's especially South Tampa. It's grown a lot, but they haven't updated the freeway still. They were the same as when I left in 2009. Traffic, yeah. Like, I don't know how a city that big knowing the influx that's coming there. There's a million more people there now than when I live there, and the freeways are the same. It's the same three lanes down to two lanes going through downtown on 275. How can a city that size, I mean, that's a top 20 city in America, the 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 whole Tampa Bay area. I mean, there's almost three, Would over three million back? people. No, absolutely not. I don't, where we live here, I mean, I've lived in Florida half my life. Vegas is the best of both worlds, of all worlds. And it's from the weather to the traffic to, I mean, look, it's, it's, we got four and five lanes everywhere here in the freeways. Yeah, and we're, I mean, if we get stuck in traffic for five minutes, we're like, this damn traffic. And I'm going, it'll take you an hour there to go three miles. And that's just normal. And I just, I, my time is too valuable to sit in traffic. So, but it was, uh, it's still, I mean, I shouldn't say it. it's still good to get back there and kind of, you go through certain areas. It was hot, so man. I was memories. surprised. We walked to get food that night when we landed, and it was like <laughs> it was a little humid. No, I know? remember the difference. Yeah, we get we, we come out of the airport, and right when we walk through a sliding glass door, <laughs> you just look at you like you got hit. You're like, oh, the humidity is so gross. <laughs> a little different, yeah. yeah. But no, it was, it was good because we've know. been spoiled a little bit in Vegas right now. That's strange, did you see man. this? Did you see this in like three more days? If it doesn't hit a hundred. 
It's going to be the record. longest really? that it hasn't been 100 degrees. It's like 200-something days. And I've looked it up. It's, it's, it's been in the 60s every night here. Yeah, it was beautiful. Last night, oh. I, I drove home from the gym. You know, I went and trained legs last night. Uh -huh. So last night was one of those things where I was like, ah, I'm not going to train. You know, I did back the day before. And normally, yeah. I'd have, like, after two heavy body parts, I take a day off, right, after one, one of those. So I did back the day before yesterday, and I get, was sitting there last night. And, you know, Capone had surgery on his knee and stuff. I'll talk a little bit about that. But and I'm like, ah, oh, you know what, I'm going to train. So I went and trained late. You know, I texted you. I knew you were coming back. But... Um, and I drove back with the windows down and I never Amazing. do that. Yeah. You know, it, it's one of those things where I'm always in AC or I don't really drive super like late at night. It's usually traffic and whatever. And I just don't roll in traffic with the windows down that often. So it was kind of nice, actually. Yeah. I was kind of surprised. I'm like, damn, it's actually pretty cool out. I did that last night. So you blast the radio and you cruise, right? Yeah, I just I like. Yeah, but I, I, I like my windows down. I don't like fabricated air. I like fresh air. Even if it's even if it's a hundred degrees out, there's times where I'll have the windows cracked. Even if the AC's rolling, because I want I yeah. just want fresh air in. But I noticed that last night. I had to go to the airport at midnight last night. And on my way home, I had the windows down and I had the and I had the AC on and I set the AC at like seventy four or something in my house. And I go through the front door, I'm like, it's hotter in here than it is outside. Yeah. So I went upstairs, killed the AC, opened the windows, put the fans on. But when I looked it up, it's it's not supposed to hit a hundred till like the end of next week. We're not complaining, man. We're almost no. to July, and no, you no, know, we we get through July and August, man. We're pretty much. Uh, and now near my house, it's really, uh, it's really uh, difficult right now because at about a quarter mile from me, an entire apartment complex burned yeah, down. It's probably over the news. Yeah. And it was even now. This was what two days ago. Even now, when I Junior responded to it, oh, he did. Yeah, right when I drive down the freeway, you can still there's smoke still all over yeah, the freeway. Sorry, yeah. it is, were, that's that freeway was clogged up last night, so I left the office last uh -huh. night and drove home at like five thirty, and it was like everyone's slowing down to look, you know, because it's just yeah. it's still like smoke coming. I never there. had ring on my phone go that crazy really? in my life because you know when I travel, I'll get a ring. A what thing did it say? Up. It was fire, fire, fire. It was. I had at least a hundred messages, blaze, blaze, and you'd see all the people filming it and posting it on Ring. Okay, because you'll always hear like gunshots or did you hear that loud boom? Someone stole my package. You know, someone's dog took a shit on my. Blah, yeah, blah, yeah. Blah, You know, but all it was was catalytic converters. Just, yeah, yeah. Was yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but no, it's it's a lot of package thieves still. Yeah, but yeah. it was it was nonstop. But I don't know. I that's kind of weird that it's. That a complex would burn they up? They don't know yet. I asked. Yeah. I asked. They said they're investigating it. So. I mean, a complex that's not finished just burned up for no reason. That wasn't a small little fire. That whole thing went up. Like, like the whole complex. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I mean, I haven't you know seen the more pictures. I saw the now. pillars still up over there. Like, you know? like how does a place burn down? That's mo there's not even that much wood. Yeah in these things because a lot of it's concrete and metal two by fours and like how does something blaze like that that's i'm sure they'll figure it out but so what what so talk about capone a little bit yeah so capone tore his knee so i, I guess it's similar to what if we tore an acl so they had to do a surgery and repair it so it happened we we actually don't even know what happened you know he jumps so much and jumps down and i think um one of these nights i came home and 
I think he jumped down and must have just landed on it wrong and tore it, and it was an absolute total separation. Uh-huh. I actually told her for a couple of days because he was limping around. He wasn't putting pressure on it. I said, oh, he'll be okay. So finally she went to the vet. I said, after a couple of days, it wasn't, wasn't getting any better, and they did an MRI, and it was torn. So they had to do a surgery, but they postponed it. So they set an original date, and then something emergency came up, so they had to postpone it, and he just got the surgery on Tuesday. So today is Thursday. How's he doing? He's he's not himself. He's not, you know, he's in a full bandage. I guess he has to leave it on for three days. And then uh, he has to be super careful. I think that's six or eight weeks is a full recovery. And he's so full He's very energy. active, yeah. He's yes. very active. So it kind of sidelined a lot of stuff. I mean, like Angie's birthday is this weekend. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we talked about, you know, taking a trip or whatever else. But I think we're kind of staying still for a minute just because uh, – you know, it's too hard for yeah, him. Yeah, his situation. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's, he's just not a normal. You know how happy-go-lucky he is? Yeah, it's, he's the most energetic It's affected us, ever. so it's kind of affected her a little bit. Like, she's taken a little hard because he's just not himself. Yeah. But he seems to be okay. You know, he's on some medication, and, uh, you know, it's always hard when you see your, your baby. You know, it's like yeah. he's so, like, has so much personality, and he just really doesn't have the personality. But he's 10. He's 10 now. So, I mean, as they get older... Um, I thought it was something that would heal, but I mean, a torn muscle. So they had to kind of go in and they fish wired it, and yeah. they did the surgery. And he doesn't wear fix. a cast. Yeah, I mean, it was it was sufficient, you know. Okay. And he should be he should make a full recovery, and you know he'll be back to being normal. So if you guys don't see him on the media, that's why you know I know a lot of people reached out, so I appreciate you guys reaching out about. So it. while while this last weekend, um, Michael Crizzo qualified. Yeah, yeah which so, we expected. Yeah, I expected him to, but it didn't look like it was like a walk in the park. Yeah, I, I think, you know, I remember we kind of conversed back and forth, and it's kind of funny because we're still kind of fans, right? And we follow, yeah. like, updates. And, you know, he was looking so paper thin, and especially the upper body, the arms are some of the best in the business. And yeah. it looked like he made improvements, which I think he did improve from his prior showings. But I don't know if he came down in size a little bit to gather the condition. I, I still feel like, like he... He's still going to have trouble pushing the top spots at the Olympia. I think you actually said to me prior to this show, boy, Crizzo's going to make a big impact in the yeah. top 10. But, you know, he still needs to get more density in the side yeah. of the leg, the hamstring, the, you know, the hamstrings, glutes. Like, he still needs – and the back's improved, but he's still – you know, arms are so big. Yeah. So when you have the arms that big, it kind of takes from Throws everything the off. lats, you know, yeah. unless you're like a Nick Walker who has a tremendous rear double bicep, his arms are gigantic. Yeah. Do you um, think he can make the top 10? I, hey, listen, I never, I don't want to start counting places because I hated when people did that to me, yeah. but there's a lot of good guys yeah. that, that, that six to 10, bro, is going to be, I mean, I think we kind of know. I think we know the top five. I mean, we saw we just saw Derek and Samson too. Yeah, I mean they trained together a couple of days ago, and Derek looks tremendous, which he always has, and Samson looks tremendous, which he has for the past few years. Um, obviously, Arnold winner. You know, the question is, is if Derek would have done the Arnold, we can keep talking about that. Could be a could be a yeah, different ball game. Um, but contention wise, I mean, we we still look at you know Hottie's been kind of shouting out like don't forget about me um, i think i'm one of the people that doesn't forget about him because every time we talk about the olympia they're just talking about Derek, nick samson it's like they're, they're forgetting that 
Yeah, and and you know who out there forgetting is Brandon. Brandon because you know? Brandon, get Brandon was fourth, and you know last year, I mean, who was fifth? Rami was fifth. I mean, it looks sounds like he's going to come back and compete, which I'm all for. Of course. I mean, it, people need to, you know, I know people are like, oh, he needs to possibly take a step away, and I I think that's got a little misconstrued, and I I hate the fact that Steve Weinberg has kind of been put on the spot because. He he said, you know, basically go back to what you're doing, and he yes. nest, he did, I don't think he ever said like he needs to take the whole year off, or I don't even know how it was said. But it, there's a lot of controversy right now. But the point is, is like he just needs to regroup, yeah, and do what he does best, and come in the best of his ability. And it, it, there's no real timeline on that. And he's 38, right? So it's not like oh, I'm going to take a few years off. Like no, it, I think time's running. You know, I hear his health is really great. I hear that his training is great. I mean, he has had some atrophy compared to years prior on the arms, triceps, or whatever. I think he's admitted to having some downsizing there. Um, but, man, like, he looked great at the Arnold. Like, we said that. I, I feel he probably could have placed a little better. I mean, but I don't want to discredit the people that did place. I mean, yeah. I mean Andrew. And I hear great things about Andrew, too. And the big showdown is going to be Texas. Yeah, Hunter and Andrew. I mean, and there's going to be other guys too, right? Yeah. But, man, like, I know there's a lot of international shows, but that's going to be like, what? who's not going to qualify there? Those two guys need to be in the lineup because they're people that we're talking about. Yeah. And the question is, can Andrew come and win the Olympia and shock the world? I think I think everyone agrees across the board. If he has the conditioning of of the top guy, I don't think anyone can beat him. But he has to get that conditioning. And if anyone can do it, Aceto yeah. is one of those yeah, coaches I mean, that has the ability. I spoke to Chris. He's pretty gung ho about it. And, and know, especially if he put and, on. And, some and where's Sergio? I mean, dude, I just watched Steve Cucolo press two hundred pound dumbbells in the gym <laughs> three days ago. For, he, he hasn't for four reps. He hasn't competed. In a couple I years. I know, but people said. <laughs> He was retired. Yeah. People said this. I didn't hear from him. And he's pressing 200-pound dumbbells <laughs> in the gym for reps. Even looking at a 200-pound dumbbell and he's hurts. huge. Maybe he'll come back. Maybe he'll do Texas. Maybe. Maybe. Texas is what? And what's going on with Seth Ferrosi? He looks unbelievable. I don't know. He looks crazy, too. I don't know. Maybe he's going to slide he in there. He used to speak to all these yeah, guys yeah. pretty consistent. Yeah, you should no. hit him up and find out what his deal is. Because I know. I gave him shit for Like, I don't even know if he's bodybuilding. I think he's doing more functional training. He looks ridiculous. A beast, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of... He could give the 212s a run. He could give the open a run. I know. Well, he, I think he's 212. I think he, yeah. he, he was a 212 guy, right? I told him a long time ago. I said, you could have all this, but you get that get that one title under your... Under your he's still pretty young, right? Mid thirties, I yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's pretty young. I'm assuming he's healthy. I don't know. I haven't spoke. I haven't seen Seth in a while. I'm him. I'm excited to kind of talk about who shocks us the most in the early season to be like, wow, that guy's coming. You know, we saw Ian now; he's qualified, and yep. we saw Michael; he just qualified, and Sergio didn't get the, what's we have Sergio. Like, I don't I don't know doing? what he's doing next. I haven't asked. Yeah, him. you know, we need to hit him up and ask him what he what he's up to. You know, yeah. No, we actually, I'd love to get him on the podcast. Talk, talk a little bit about the men's physique, what's going on with that. So I, I don't know the exact, I just watched the the Tyler's uh, video where he said after this year, they're going to put whatever weight caps and height with men's physique, which is, I, I saw some people complaining about it. I think it's smart. Like 
you have weight caps for classic. Some of these some of these men's physique guys are just as big as the classic guys. So if you have cla- if you have weight caps for every division except the men's open, why would you not have it for this too? So I'm not against it. The question would be, what is the height and weight cap going to be? And are some of the t- today's top guys going to have to downsize their physique? Like, I, I don't does know. Does it shake up the top 10 in your opinion? <clears throat> I, would ass- I would assume Height to yes. weight ratios. I would assume yes, because some of those guys are massive. I mean, isn't that the statement the judges are trying to say? Like, guys. You're out of control. If we, you know, and and people are pointing their eyes to the judges being like, well, it's your fault because, you know, they're just trying to judge. Remember, if the judges, and I'm not a judge, thank, thankfully. <laughs> if you got t- 10 guys on stage, okay, and you got, you know, you have to compare bodies. So if everyone's out of shape, you got to kind of pick point. Okay, well, this guy, these, this guy doesn't look so good, and he doesn't look so good. He's softer yeah. here. You're gonna kind of put it in order based on okay, who doesn't look like closer to what we're we're yeah. trying to do, right? But if you have guys that are all big, you know, that were already in the position and they got a little bit, it's really hard to judge. Yeah. And pull them back and say, well, you, you were champion last time. Yeah, you look too good. <laughs> I mean, it's like Aaron Banks. Like, he could compete in classic with his lats. I think he could. But his other body parts, maybe not so much. But, like, a Brandon Hendrickson, like, they talked about him crossing over to classic. And, I mean, you look at classic physique winners. The standard was Danny Hester. Then it was Breon. Okay, the height stature. Now, now it's a tall, broad guy. Where Aaron Banks now, I mean, you had Jeremy Buendia, by the way, they worked out recently. I and, saw that. And everyone was kind of. Imagine imagine if you took Mark Anthony's physique and put yeah. him next to Well, they, they're Aaron, showing that. Aaron today. Yeah. I mean, uh, what was Mark? Mark was the standard. 180? Yeah, maybe like one. Yeah, probably 175, maybe 180. I mean, and, Jeremy was the same, right? I mean, 190, Jer- I think maybe. I think Mark's a little taller than Jeremy. He is, but, yeah. but like those guys were the cl- were the they were the standard. Yeah, the standard keeps changing, but you know the standard. Yeah. I don't want to say it's changing in men's open. It always has just been the most muscular, most I conditioned. Mean, I mean, I always said we're too big. Yeah. So was Rami too big? And the funny thing is, is you know I hear these people say, oh, you know when Brandon won, is it gone back to aesthetics? Or when Dexter won, or it went back to Roden. aesthetics, and it's like. Well, until the big guy comes and he's got enough I, balance. I always say that at the end of the a day. great big guy. Yes. Will always, always be a great be, small yeah. guy. Yes. <laughs> it's still a muscle uh, we, we contest. Hate, we hate to, we hate to uh, I, I, ruin I, the dreams. And, of, I, and I know that that bothers some people. But at the it, end it of the does. day, if if a guy like a, if a guy that's six foot tall has to shape the condition, like Ronnie. Chris Cormier. Yes. We'll look perfect at physique. Yes. He just ran up against you and Flex and Ronnie. Kevin Lebron. Yeah. Like he was a free he was a like a crop free. But, but think about but think about what you're saying there. That what about era, Sean Ray? That era, Sean Ray was someone that was shorter stature, but Ronnie, just shy of six foot. Chris, just shy of six foot. You couple inches shy. Flex Wheeler was he five eleven. Kevin Lebron, five ten. Like five ten, five eleven, five nine through five eleven. Now there's a bunch of guys that are Five seven, five six, but there's a couple guys that are tall. So does anyone challenge Aaron Banks? It's gonna be 
tough, right? Uh, I I told Aaron this when I was on a call with him. Look, nothing's guaranteed. We all know this. If you think it's guaranteed, then nothing's guaranteed. But it's going to be very hard for someone to challenge him. I'm not saying it can't happen. Look, we all know it's it's it all happens during that 15, 20 do, minutes. Do you know, I was I was watching something the other on Instagram. Phil Heath versus Dexter popped up in twenty. I think I forwarded it to you. Fifteen. Dude, Dexter. Looked Dexter looked pretty looked massive. Good. Dexter looked. Huge. I see how Phil won. Yes, but it was close. Yes, man. If I forwarded you, that to you. Yes. If you had judges that weren't seasoned to, to the depth that they are, that's a tough call. That I could see. I think that was the year when Dexter had as much size as he's ever I know, had. But he was forty something. I years know, old. but he was shredded. He had the shape. He had the lines. He had yeah. everything. If Phil would have been, was it fifteen? I think it was 15? fifteen or sixteen. If Phil would have been off that much, Dexter could have got him. It was that close. But you yeah, got, I mean, Phil couldn't have been any. No, off. It was, no. And listen, we talked about Phil at ninety percent, eighty five. Like could still beat most Not that of that going. He had to be. If yeah, he had been off was, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, but so yeah, I went to uh, I went to Utah yesterday, mm-hmm. and I went I went up there to go see uh, Bucked Up, mm-hmm. and it's a brand that I've seen around for a long time. Me and Yurishna went up there, and I never realized how big that company is. You know, I just thought it was just a brand that was at a, you know, we'd see them at the expos, and we'd see them around, yeah, but they're big and all the. Big chains. I didn't realize GMCs, vitamins. I didn't realize they had a hundred thousand square foot warehouse, and I mean packed to the gills. They had every pallet to the roof, four four floors up, and they had every aisle with pallets. That gives me uh, that gives me anxiety of an inventory. uh, That's what I said. I looked at. I said I would want to be the inventory guy here. It, it there's like so the much system. and it was like you had this room that's like forty thousand feet and you're yeah. like oh my god as far as you can see and then you walk through another door and they had another room like that and another one and that was even their corporate headquarters so i got to go up there and spend some time with them and, and just see a different brand because i i love learning about these different brands and seeing how they operate because every brand operate you operate a certain way and this operates a certain way and so we got to go spend some time up there and I love going to Utah. You know, I used to manufacture my products in in Utah Utah when I first started the company. I remember there's, I want to say, Orrin Hatch, the senator there, did a bunch of stuff to get make it easier for dietary supplements to get made there. The vast, a lot, I want to say that's more than anywhere in America is made in Utah. Yeah, Weeder used to be there. We used to fly up there, and that's when I lived in Massachusetts, you know. It's a beautiful, man, I love Utah. is a beautiful state. Like, it's clean. I mean, a little more traffic than I would probably want. But it's a beautiful, uh, beautiful spot. So I was glad we got to uh, got to spend some time there. And I see they announced the Arnold uh, Arnold ticket sales in the Arnold UK two weeks after the Arnold US. Two weeks after, man. Yep. So, so does that mean you're going to go to Europe if they invite me? Huh? You know what that means? You're going to have to go to Europe three weeks apart because Phoebo's three weeks later. <laughs> <laughs> You probably didn't think about that. Like, oh, shit, you want to go back? Maybe we can find a way to just stay in Europe for three weeks. It's a tough one. Maybe go to Dubai. Dubai. Yeah, we yeah, go to yeah. Dubai for anyone want us to come to Dubai? Yeah, we're looking to maybe split some time. <laughs> go ahead. What do I have? Hold on. What do I? What do we have? When is... Uh, <coughs> no, I have the... Uh, 
Have Don't you have a Jay, Jay Cutler, Cutler show? Desert Classic on the 30th of March. Well, maybe you'll miss it. When is the Arnold uh, UK the 15th then? 15th to okay. the 16th, I think. I think I just got the Okay, so it's two weeks after. Yeah, congratulations. What do you think about the Arnold documentary? Did you I watch it? I haven't watched it? it yet. Oh, you haven't watched it? It's I haven't good. watched it yet. I've been go, go, go. It's pretty go, funny. Go, go. You know, you watch these. It made me reminisce a lot. Yeah. I, have, I didn't get through the political stuff, but the bodybuilding in the films. Yeah. And, you know, you think you know everything about Arnold. And, you know, he actually said something in the, in the, in the doc. I was like kind of, he's like, I'm 75 and I hate the way I look. You know, because obviously you get older and. You know, I don't think, you know, people ask me that all the time, are you happy with the way you look? And I'm like, you know, I, I'm not to that age yet where, but I mean, you missed kind of like, I missed for a couple of times in the gym, I got this feeling like I was full and I was hard and I was like, yeah. oh my gosh, I missed this. But, you know, I, I don't miss like the repetitive to try to stay that way, you know? Yeah. But it was cool to watch Arnold and learn about, you know, I didn't realize how close his heart surgery was to disastrous. Yeah, I you need know, to watch it. Yeah, I'll, you I'll, need to. You need to take this, a seat. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm home this weekend. I don't have to travel anywhere. I think I might go overseas next week for. But I like years. people's opinion. I mean, people want to comment about that. I, I mean, seems like the whole planet was tuning in on it. Like everyone was hitting. You see this yet? And I haven't got through the whole thing. Angie actually watched it prior to me, and she was telling me, "Oh yeah, Arnold, this and that." And I'm like, "Damn, you actually sit and watched it?" Because sometimes I, I wonder if bodybuilding really interests someone that you know. Obviously, she's with me but like it's still arnold though yeah it's just you know you you i think you know he was such an iconic i mean number one film star and arnold arnold i i I said this to someone the other day they were asking about difference between certain levels of of celebrity so to speak and i just said you know arnold's just he's in that rare well he's a single name upper yes like you say arnold or you say the rock or you he, know, I can sit here and say Dwayne. People know what I'm talking about. I, I even you know? he's higher than The Rock. He's higher. It's than like these Hulk guys. Hogan, right? Yes, because he was an icon for 40 years. Yeah. The biggest movie. There, there's nowhere you can go on this planet, and if you show a picture of him, they don't know who he is. Mm-hmm. But then he went in, obviously as a businessman. But then he got into politics. So he has the the athletic accolades. He has the biggest accolades in movie history. But then. He became a governor of the the biggest state in America as far as population and economy. So he has every sort of accolade you could ever that you could have. So he's on the same status as a, a president of the United States, even higher to a certain degree. I'm sure a lot more people know who Trump is they, than some of our other they presidents. They said if he if he had the chance to be president, would he have run for president? I'm sure he would have. Yeah. And he probably would have won. Would, yeah. But he can't because he wasn't a natural yeah. born citizen. You know? And I don't know if I mean, I guess that's. I get. I mean, that's that's in the Constitution. It's the way it is. You know, I'm I'm sure there are people that were not born here that would be great. You know, it, I mean, kind of sucks that that disqualifies somebody that could be great. Mm-hmm. But I understand. You know, it's the way it is. So, wonder if you would have voted for him. It would depend. I probably align a little bit more with him than a lot of other people that I've seen. You know, probably. What do we have coming up? We have, let's see, in July, we have American Fitness Expo in Houston. Mm -hmm. We have the Fit Weekend in uh, Mexico City. Yes. 
We have the Anaheim Fit Expo. Bullfrog event for me, July 15th. Yep, you have the Bullfrog Ohio, event. Ohio, Toledo. And then we do have an offer for the second week of August. I have to run it by you. I won't do it on camera. And then the weekend after, I think you go to Virginia and I go to Brian Shaw's event. And then the weekend after that, we go to Europe for the Masters. So we have a couple weeks here where we, it's not even a couple weeks, too, where we yeah. kind of don't have to do stuff. I'm sure stuff will pop up. Like I said, I... I thought I'd be home for two weeks, but now it's looking like I'm going to fly down to Central America for like three days. But we'll at least get two, three weeks to – it's better for you that the, the traveling isn't extreme. Like the American Fitness Expo, you fly in the night before, do the event, fly home. So that's not – By the bad. way, Milos just texted me. He was disappointed that we didn't get him on the podcast. He wanted to review the whole um, – of Spain – we didn't want to review that much. <laughs> Shout out to Milos. <laughs> it, it was it was just you know we don't know a lot of guys, but there was a, I think the kid that plays fourth twenty one. We met 21. him at Fibo. Uh -huh. Remember he was there. Yeah, he was yeah, what yeah. He, young? Yeah, yeah, he was massive. Yeah, yeah. John, I didn't realize yeah. he was twenty one. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's twenty one. Wow. Yeah. It's like the Spain Jay Cutler. Everyone has the, like for their country has like their own Jay Cutler guy. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's pretty cool. But uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's. We we're going to wrap up episode 80. Yep. And, uh, can't, I can't believe we got the 80, dude. I know. We actually stuck to this. Is it 80, though? Yeah, or, it's okay. 80. Yeah, sometimes we're guessing. Cause if we it's have, not, we're just like, going to name it 80. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let, 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 me, uh, let me hear you guys comment on that, what you guys thought about uh, Michael, um, you know, what your predictions are. We talked a little bit about the Olympia and then uh, the Arnold Doc. I'd like to hear a little bit. Little I'm going to watch. I'm going to watch. I'm going to make sure to watch the Arnold Doc. And, I need to. Uh, we'll be back. Um, we'll we'll probably be back early next week for our next episode and release it. Sorry about the little delay, guys. Maybe but, we'll bring uh, Milos on and just yeah. tell him. We'll, we'll, I'm going to tell him. Up. Hey, I'm going to tell him this. Milos, we're going to talk about a show. When we get here, we're not going to talk about it. We're just right. going to throw him off. Now he knows our game plan. Well, we appreciate All you right. guys, and uh, we're out for episode 80.